account i've just brought sencom up as a speaker and um, good to see terra spaces in here as well hello to kyle and hardcore us ust nice nice and um, sencom how are you doing can we get a mic check hello 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 awesome coming through loud and clear we've got mb here as well i'll just invite him up as a co-host is that nico on the white whale account or are you just logging in on two devices Sencom. um there is no nico we don't have that person there is however oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> a, a person <laughs> a person a person yes is it a person there is a person and it's not me okay and terra spaces are amazing at editing things so i'm sure that section can be clipped elegantly um I do apologize for semi. I I, that, I thought that was a that's not a real name anyway. Um, I think we can start here. We've got um, MB up as a co-host. He's going to be dropping some stuff into the nest, draw, coming in with some big brain questions for Sencom. Um, I mean, the focus of this space is going to be Alliance and how Megaloo are using Alliance. Um, it's, I mean, I find it fascinating that Megaloo Chain has more, currently, more innovative um, use cases for the Alliance SDK than Terra itself and TFL, we know, built the Alliance module. Um, Sencom is, um, I would say, the biggest advocate um, in the dev community. Um, of someone actually putting Alliance into use, and um, maybe Sencom, you can think of someone else beside yourself who is is more involved with that. I don't know, but um, I mean, there's people who talk about it. Myself, MB from Orbital Command, um, as well as lots of people on Twitter. Um, but I, I just think it's a, it's great that that you've really found Alliance, loved Alliance, or so it seems, and want to showcase what Alliance can do. So with that intro. Would you like to give us your thoughts on the Alliance module, why you decided it was so important for Megaloo and what you've done with it so far? All right. That was a lot. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for the intro and the kind words, um, Rebel. Um, I don't know if I'm the, the biggest advocate for, for Alliance. I'm certainly um, a vocal one. You know, I, I think it's an amazing piece of technology, and um, we'll do a deep dive here later on. Um, but obviously, you know, the, the developers at TFL, they know the code them itself much better than I do. I only know it superficially and I use, or I, you know, we use it a lot. Um, but, but I like it and I try to, you know, get or push the Alliance adoption. I think Chihuahua, um, that was, um, you know, you know, they integrated Alliance and they are, they're trying to um, use it as a way to become the meme hub where you can stake, you know, Doge and ship and so on. So another unique use case. And I think that integration is to a to largest extent because of the great relationship, the Whiteville or the Migaloo community and the um, Chihuahua community has. Um, so yeah, we were definitely pushing or trying to push Alliance adoption. Um, but the nice thing is, you know, you, you can use Alliance to form partnerships, but you don't have to. It's like you're, it's a very, very flexible tool that put or gives you full control about your monetary policy as a blockchain. You decide what you want to do. Do you want to invest in partnerships with other chains? 
Do you want to bootstrap your ecosystem? Do you want to bootstrap liquidity or you know something else? Um, so, so with that said, I think maybe, um, Rebel, what do you think? Um, I, I give a quick intro in case some people listen to the recording and they don't know what Alliance is and what White Whale is, and then we dive into it. I think that would be a wonderful idea. Um, yes, just just a quick reminder. Well, not necessarily a quick reminder, but a reminder of yeah the the sort of state of play with Alliance, and then move on to how you're how you're using it. And some of the advanced use cases. Yeah, of course. So um, let's start real quick with White Whale. So White Whale core team um, leading cross-chain applications across the whole cosmos, securing I think 30 or 40 million in TVL together with its joint venture, the right group um, with Eris protocol, with Backbone Labs, um, with the Raccoon team, with Ginkgo and various DAOs. Um, so um, bright and buzzing place all over the place. It's you know very very heavily invested into Terra, very heavily invested obviously into our own chain, but also you know hot and you know trendy chains like Injective or Chihuahua Chain, even Juno. Um, so um, you can pr- find pretty much on any of your favorite chains. You can find some some piece of White Whale or Backbone Labs or Eris in some form or another. And back in the days before the chain was launched, Do, um, Do Kwan reached out to Sebastian, the founder, and he got him on a, on a video call and told him, Sebastian, and you need to understand, White Whale has a history on, on, on Terra. It used to be a protocol um, back on Terra, you know, now Terra Classic, but back in the day, Terra. So Sebastian and... Uh, and Doe knew each other. So after the crash, Doe called him and told him, Sebastian, we got this thing. It's called Alliance. And it basically is a tool for you to control the inflation or the monetary sub- or the, the cash flow of the chain. So let me explain this a little bit differently. So the, every chain has some form of income. Usually that's by inflation and that is by transaction fees that's income and then chains have expenses and typically the income equals the expense because everything is spent on staking rewards and sometimes there's you know something like a savings account like the community pool where for example in the case of migalu 10% of all income gets sent to so this, it's pretty much a vanilla setup. So on Migalu, you or on other chains, you typically have inflation, you have transaction fees, 10% of the income goes to the community pool, and 90% of the income goes to as expenses to the stakers. One, to keep the ecosystem running and participation going, and two, um, more importantly, to pay the validators. So they continue their services. Um, with their you know endpoints and validations and RPC and so on and snapshots and so on and so on. But if you look at it from a high level perspective, and if you think a blockchain as an ecosystem, as some kind of a you know let, let's go with a nation state, a sovereign, a sovereign state, then you typically want to do something with your money. You're not you know. There's things you want to invest in, things you want to subsidize, things that are very important that should be at least partly in control of the you know, government or chain. And so it doesn't really make sense to just get, you know, put every money, every piece of you know, income you get into a savings account and you know, spend the rest on validators or staking rewards. So Doe Do called us and he said, all right, guys, this thing opens up completely. You guys are in control of the, you know, the cash flow. And at the same time, you can A, use this to bootstrap chains as some kind of a security. And B, you can use this to form partnerships with, you know, think nation states, with other nation states or blockchain ecosystems in that sense. And more specifically, you can align incentives. So right now, um, Luna is staked on Migaloo and Whale is staked on Terra. So the deeper this you know, relationship goes, 
the higher the incentive is for every Luna holder to ensure that Megaloo is doing well. And at the same time, there is you know, significant incentive for every whale holder to ensure that Terra is doing good. And it's, it's those kind of win, win-win situation and partnerships that really, you know, where one plus one is not two, but three or four, where, you know, you combine two things and, and the sum is, is greater than the individual pieces. And yeah, maybe I should make a cut here real quick, um, give, give you the chance to comment, Rebel. Yeah, I mean, thank you for coming in with that um, interesting introduction. I, I mean, just a sort of personal story. I wonder, because I, I, I don't know myself, were, were you involved with White Whale before the crash? Or did you join after? Or are you like a total White Whale OG from the start? I don't know. I think the audience would be interested. Well, I, I was involved back in the time in... in, in lots of different things. Um, back in the days I used to do like a little arbitrage trading. And so um, I, I started contributing um, to White Whale. Okay, interesting. A little bit cryptic, but yep, that, that, that sounds um, a great introduction. Um, I wonder if you can dive a little bit deeper into, and I'd, I'm reticent to call it platitudes, but that, I, I, the digital nation state analogy, it, it just, we, we seem to get that every single alliance space. Um, I, I wonder, and you're, you're talking about this one plus one is greater than two. Um, can you maybe sort of dive into the mechanics of that? I mean, how is that possible? I mean, alliance doesn't create money or assets out of thin air, does it? No, you're completely right. It does not. But you can induce um, certain effects or encourage certain behaviors with subsidies of certain things or with creating partnerships. And when you have a partnership with another ecosystem, and even though you know one chain, you know both chains pay, and it's more or less a zero sum, there's still the benefit of the partnership and alignment of incentives. Think of it like you have a group of people. And then you band together with another group, and together you're bigger and stronger. Even though um, the, the, there there's no real value creation from monetary perspective, because it's just shifting, it still aligns and um, you know unites in a sense. If you use it, for example, as a tool like um, or as a as a way to form partnerships like Terra and Megalu did. But of course, there's other ways how you can utilize alliance again, not to create value in a sense that you, you have an income stream and you print money. Because remember, this is just a redirection of the already existing income from the chain. It just uses us more efficiently and smarter than to just give everything to the stakers. Awesome. I, I love the way you're explaining this. It's keeping it, I don't want to say simple, but it's, it's certainly clear. Um, and hopefully people are finding value in that um you kind of haven't shilled megaloo that much in in one sense i would say um as far as i can recall megaloo was the first um alliance chain with terra it was the first alliance chain with chain with terra yeah and it was the first there there are a couple of achievements now if we go into that um so whitefield was the first chain to or megaloo and the first chain to to integrate it and the first chain to um use it because um in the in the beginning in the first i think 3 months um it wasn't a bidirectional partnership between um Terra and Migaloo because Terra was still working on their alliance contract so um, Migaloo made the first step just the, the community decided to make the first step towards Terra as a you know um you know, display of faith and goodwill and decided to um, whitelist AMP Luna and B Luna, two liquid staking tokens by Eris Protocol and Backbone Labs, um, part of this right joint venture that I was talking about. And um, they were listed on Megaloo as a stakeable asset. And B Luna 
if I, yeah, I think I recall correct, B Luna was the first asset to be cross-chain staked. I think that's something that um, completely fell under the, um, you know, flew under the radar of so many people. But we, we've been talking about interchain security, which is not cross-chain staking, it's just, you know, like stuff for the validators. And we talk about mesh security, which has been announced years earlier, but is, is still not live. I think they're targeting for sometime early next year. Um, but still, it, it's not live. And um, while I'm excited about it, um, Migaloo achieved cross-chain staking in February last year. And it was B Luna that was the first asset in the cosmos, to the best of my knowledge, that was ever cross-chain staked. Just checking, I heard correctly. I mean, it feels like we are already in the next year, 2024, but B Luna was first staked cross-chain in 2023. I mean, it almost was a year ago. Yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah, like this it was year. Yeah. Uh, 10, 10 months ago, I think, yeah. roughly. I mean, so so we, MB and myself, we were speaking to you quite regularly on those days because it seemed that Alliance was going, was going to really pick up and kick on and Megaloo being the first chain and then Carbon came on board. Kujira installed the module but didn't use it to do the, the cross-chain staking. It really seemed like Alliance was picking up ahead of Steam to like sort of move on. Um, I don't know if it was Doquan's arrest that slowed it down. I can't even remember exactly when that was now. Um, or, or something else. Do you have any sort of theory why? And I mean, you, you mentioned it yourself, like mesh security is coming. Like mesh security has the narrative. Um, when you do a Google search for mesh security, tons of stuff comes up. When you do a Google search for Alliance, not so much. But I, I really think, um, and maybe I'm stealing MB's thunder, so I'll not talk on it too much. Maybe his point to drop. But um, I just wonder if you've got any opinion on why Alliance didn't become a really sort of big thing, because I mean, I was definitely excited by it. And I think people who were using it um, realized that they could get more yield um, staking these liquid staking tokens cross chain and getting yield from multiple chains, which is, is just fascinating for DeFi. And, and it's not just yield. It's, you know, when, wherever there's yield, it stimulates economy and movement. So um, the, the, the community has really started to build a, an ecosystem around the alliance on Terra and Migaloo. So it's really entrenched. There's various liquid staking tokens. You can leverage the um, double stake tokens. So it's really starting to form an ecosystem. I just recently shared a um, you know rather complex DeFi strategy that leverages um, I think five or six protocols on Terra and Megaloo and um, is built on Alliance. And all of that wouldn't be possible without Alliance. But not to your question. Um, first of all, I think it's important to understand that interchain security, mesh security, and Alliance, they are both very separate things. Very separate. Interchain security is a rent-your-validator type of thing. You want to bootstrap a chain and you never want to interact with validators because you don't like it for whatever reason. And you want you know, good security, you want the chain to run, but you don't want to care about anything else. That's interchain security. Mesh security is, hey, we have two chains or multiple chains. Let's stake together. So every set chain still has their own validator set and they just do cross-chain staking across all of them. That's mesh security. Alliance is a monetary policy tool that allows you to decide what do I do with the income of the chain. You can use it as a you know tool to bootstrap security, but that's just um, one way to use a tool. It's like a Swiss Army knife, and there there's lots of different tools. And um, it Alliance probably won't be as good as you know mesh secure in the sense that it can cannot secure chains as efficiently because you know mesh security is very specialized on just one thing cross chain staking alliance on the other hand is really a swiss army knife in a sense that what can i do with with the money what can the chain do with the money and the partnership with terra is just one 
very example. And now to, to come back to your question, why hasn't it picked up? Um, so first of all, I, I would slightly argue that it does or it did pick up to a certain degree. We have to understand it was launched in the depth of the bear market. And I think would the bear market, would the bear market have continued for another, say, three to six months, probably most Cosmos chains would have slow rocked or the dev teams because there was nothing left you know, to work with and all hope was gone. So it was launched in a time where there was, in general, very little adoption, lots of teams downscaled. So there was, you know, bad vibes and in general, less interest to experiment and, and push the frontiers of DeFi. So move west, so to speak. Um, but I think, A, that's changing now. You know, for example, on Chihuahua, that's really picking up steam there. I'm in a chat and advising the Chihuahua team on how to best utilize Alliance um, from a, um, you know, tokenomic, economic perspective. And they're really all over it and they're you know they have their own unique idea that's not what terra does not what migalu does um migalu has a i think very very unique way of leveraging alliance and and terra as well so we have already three chains that are you know all over it and i don't know how how active carbon is using it but i read somewhere that kuji although it's not used yet they still have active plans to um utilize their alliance so, so I, i'd say the adoption is going well um all things considered and you also have to understand that there's a lot of vested interest by say juno and osmosis to go with mesh security so even though mesh and alliance aren't competitors th there's still a strong business case to not use alliance and obviously all you know the chains that are aligned with osmosis obviously don't want to step on any feet so they they patiently wait for whatever um comes out of their um their github interesting i was i mean hopefully you're going to be able to join a space with jake hartnell from juno we were speaking to him a few days ago he joined i think it was the enterprise dao space and then we got to talking about Alliance, or he started talking about Mesh, and then we started talking about Alliance. Um, and we tentatively, we told him about this space, but I think it's like 5 a.m. for him, so um, didn't suit the schedule. But hopefully we can sort something out with you and Jake to sort of not, not necessarily debate, but discuss the use cases like we kind of are now, but have a representative of the sort of Mesh security side to to sort of share their vision for mesh because i think it's really rebel it's really not there, there is really nothing to debate in my opinion if you were to invite me on a debate i'd say you know what's there to debate it, oh, it's no, like I, one I thing is an axe to to cut down trees and the other thing is a swiss army army knife and obviously you can you, you can cut a tree with a swiss army knife but obviously there's no debate that the axe is better at you know cutting a tree but you can't open your bottle with a X. So it's like, there's really nothing to debate in my opinion. A debate, certainly. No, no, I mean, I agree 100% agree. I think discuss, because I think certainly myself, and I'd imagine there's people in this space are kind of interested in this stuff, but don't necessarily grasp the nuance yet of the differences. I mean, you're doing a good job talking about how mesh is essentially for one thing. I don't know, and I don't want to speak for Jake, but um, I don't know if the sort of mesh side, I don't want to say side, but mesh people are aware of other stuff that Alliance can do because I've got a feeling there's a lot of people, um, and myself included at one stage, thought that essentially Alliance and mesh were more or less direct competitors. I mean, it, it is interesting that when there was more talk of economic alliances with Alliance, mesh started to use the language of economical i mean literally just the same phrase economic alliances with mesh security so i mean they i think both sides i don't want to say sides but it, I, I think there is a, an element of competition here and what you were saying about like osmosis supporters etc may not want to look into alliance and i mean i had the thought the other day that 
and sorry, I'm hogging the mic a little bit, but it would be interesting to hear your comment on this. Um, does it even matter? Like, can chains use both Alliance and Mesh? Can chains use Mesh for something, Alliance for other stuff? I mean, I don't see what value accrual to Luna there is of chains using Alliance. Maybe I'm like totally missing something, but why, why does Alliance adoption even matter? From the perspective of Luna? Yes. I think it aligns the chains automatically with Luna. I mean, obviously, they, they could just integrate it themselves and never touch Luna or talk to them. But I think if you're using Alliance, then you're automatically... It's kind of low-hanging fruit because people know how to use Alliance and we have tools. So as I said, we've built an ecosystem around, or we're starting to see really an ecosystem around Alliance that if, if you were to integrate um, Alliance yourself and use it in a way that um, is somewhat similar to what we do, um, then you can leverage all of the different applications and lending and borrowing and liquid staking that we've already built. So, and, and that directly drives value back to Terra. Okay, I'm going to have to think on that a little bit more. I mean, is that why? I mean, you do seem to be pushing different use cases of Alliance. Um, and is that, I mean, so why, yeah, why, why do you seem to be pushing use cases of Alliance? Indeed, do you even see yourself as pushing Alliance? Um, I, I just think it, it's a great piece of technology. Um, so, so there's two reasons. So one, I think there is an alignment with, so if you integrate Alliance, there is value in some form or another coming back to, to um, you know, our alliance, you know, between Carbon, Terra, and uh, Migalu. Um, that's one reason. And the other reason is I, I just think that the current model of proof of stake is, it, it's not, it, it's far from optimal. There's lots of, technicalities lots of technicalities that still need to be ironed out there are governance issues you know it's something i, I just recently discussed with tank um, from the junior community that there is some kind of a I, I don't have the right word for it yet but after or the longer a chain ages the more entrenched the top validators get and if at some point you don't or the community doesn't pay attention and gets exploitative validators. Not in the sense that they, you know, scam people by give me your seed phrase, but that they are not aligned with the ecosystem and their focus is on, is on extracting value. Um, then you can't get rid of them anymore, or it it becomes increasingly critical. So that's an issue. And another issue I think is um, that the the way blockchains manage their monetary policy is completely broken. I mean, there's so many things you need to consider and, um, you know, you want to build and grow and subsidize and stimulate in your economy that giving all the money just to stakers is doesn't make any sense at all. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of the money should go to stakers because it pays the validators, which is a very important task. And it allows you to create an economy out around liquid staking tokens. So you can't just you know, give them nothing. But at the same time, there, there's just so much to do with the money a chain has. So I, it's those two things. First, alignment. I think it would benefit us all and you know, shine light on good light on Terra. And two, I just don't like the current system. And I got, you know, like a lot of people got burned by bad tokenomics and bad um you know economic ideas around you know how how to build the chains um very badly like like many people i believe yeah i love it hearing your candid opinions um hey i'll just i'll just jump in i'll just jump of... in here i will yeah oh, hey sure. hey Sencom. Sure. it's um mb or brad here um look um I, it really resonates with me how you described um, 
alliance as the Swiss Army knife, whereas whereas mesh security is more of an axe. I think that's 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 a fantastic description. But um, um, look, the way I see mesh security is look, it's it's mainly about um, two chains with you know la- existing validator sets, um, you know who want to set up and decent decent sized market caps as well, um, who want to expand security. You know, through bilateral agreements, um, generally it's a it, it's one chain which is you know slightly smaller than a larger chain which would be osmosis in this case. Um, whereas Alliance, on the other hand, is is much more versatile and um, can be adopted and integrated by you know, chains of any size um, who can then align with or partner with any other chains, multiple chains, not just Terra, but um, any chains that also have Alliance integrated um, throughout Cosmos. And they can use Alliance, like as you said earlier, they can use it both for um, bilateral agreements and, and developing economic relations, um, but also very much in their own domestic economy, um, uh, you know, subsidizing or bootstrapping um, local projects, for example, is another great use case where they can redirect rewards to projects um, to give them the, um, the runway they need to get going. Uh, I think that's a potential use case that really needs to be developed more in the future. Um, so, look, obviously, I'm, I'm very much in the in the um, in alliances um, court in terms of its advantages versus mesh. And mesh hasn't rolled out yet, and I'm sure when it does, um, it, it will be also be a great system. Um, but for now, I think alliance really has an opportunity to to push itself and um, um, establish itself you know, for the the values that it has um, much much deeper inside Cosmos. I fully agree with you, Brad. And I, I'd like to point something out that um, might, might get me a lot of hate, but the, the economic security, that, that's what Mesh is trying to increase, is, in my opinion, in the, in the current state of the Cosmos, a non-issue. It's for the simple reason that it's, so the the theory so th- there isn't the attack vector that you can if you control thirty three percent of the um, tokens in, in Cosmos chains you can um, you know uh, or is it sixty I don't know you can halt the chain and you know this is an attack vector and, and mesh security is trying to mitigate that by you know you have two chains with decent market cap and then they you combine the market caps in a sense but that really is a non-issue in the Cosmos because most of the validators cross-validate a lot of chains. So if they were to collude on one chain, they would be destroying their whole business on every chain. So I, I don't see any scenario where any reputable chain in the cosmos will suffer from such an attack. I, I think the problem with entrenched validators that are not aligned and control the government governance is a much stronger problem than a theoretic attack vector of some guy buying up 33% of the total supply, which you probably can't even buy. I, I'm not aware of any chain that has that much liquidity inside any of the pools. So you, you'd have to spend millions and millions on a chain to, um, to control that amount of, of, of tokens, if even possible. So it, it's, in my opinion, it's solving an issue that's not really an issue. Yeah, and it's interesting that the um, the message which has you know the mesh has um, been giving and you know, originally started coming out with you know, mainly a focus on on security, but now more recently they're they're talking a lot more about the economic benefits, which sounds a lot a lot like alliance. In fact, that's why saying home, I think it would be nice to have a discussion with someone like yourself, not necessarily yourself, and for example, Jake. And just to help the community understand the differences, similarities, when we might want to use one solution versus another, if if they're both available to us. Um, just sort of coming back to the practicalities, if that's all right, you, you've got, or Megaloo has a bi-directional alliance with Terra at the moment. I, I'll be honest with you, I can't even remember if you set one up with Carbon a feeling you might have done no we didn't um i, I think the megaloo community is all about creating strong win-win situations 
and create alignment. And I think with Terra, you know, uh, I can speak on this in a little bit. There's, but there's a strong, very strong alignment, you know, across, you know, a lot of different dimensions. So um, we were very happy to even um, go or create the alliance in advance. I think three or four months before, before even um, the alliance was um, created by Terra. So um, I think there's just a very strong alignment. And with Carbon, although we we're in, we have open chats with them, we've been in conversation. Uh, I think the community never really felt the alignment, so um, the the partnership. Um, never came to um, fruition. I mean, yeah, I can see EC is in the audience, well-known galactic punk from the Terra community, but these days he spends more of his time in the Megaloo community. But I, I mean, as you're saying, there's a lot of um, crossover between the two. I, I, I wonder if you can maybe sort of drop some names, like who or which chains would and maybe you don't have, it doesn't have to be your opinion, you could project it onto the, the Megaloo community. Which chains do you think the Megaloo community might be interested in more bi-directional alliances with? I think Chihuahua. Um, that's a no-brainer um, from a community perspective. There's a lot of overlap there. And the, the right group pretty much owns, like, 100%, 90% of the applications on Chihuahua. So there's just, just a very, very strong overlap. Um, so that, in my opinion, is a no-brainer. Um, and I think a lot of people would be open to discuss this. Um, another thing, um, I think we're still not yet there yet, but um, I, I think Juno would be a good one. And we're just starting to gain more traction on Juno um, with... Um, our various applications. There's um, Backbone Labs is set to launch their NFT marketplace with a um, exciting um, yield-bearing collection there sometime next year. Um, we're gaining traction with various partnerships, with protocols deploying their liquidity um, on our decks, and um, um, you know, a couple of Juno teams um, just last week spun up uh, Migaloo validators because they want to build there. So I think. Um, we're not quite there yet for an alliance, but um, it, it's it, it's slowly creeping there, slowly creeping there. Um, another one, again, not yet there, but I think Osmosis would be a good one um, because you you might have followed the the recent discussions around um, the prop and that was rejected, unfortunately. Um, but Sunny and um, or the Osmosis team and um, the, the right group, they, they sat together at the drawing board again and came up with something um, arguably even more exciting, but um, still um, pretty cool stuff. And I think that could develop into another, um, you know, in, into another partnership that could be, you know, strengthened by an economic alliance. Wow. That kind of feels like you were dropping it. I mean, I, I was, I think a lot of people know about the Chihuahua one, but um, yeah, that's feeling like a little bit of an alpha there about the three chains in total. I mean, I think it'll be really exciting to see two chains forming a bi-directional alliance that doesn't involve Terra. I think that would be super cool um, for, for the sort of future adoption of alliance. Um, one thing you mentioned about Chihuahua earlier on was like they want to sort of be a meme coin chain. I don't think that was the exact words you used, but something to do with meme coins. Meme coin um, hub. That's meme coin how they hub. describe themselves. I mean, I mean when, I, when I think of a meme, meme coin hub in Cosmos, I mean, literally in the last week, I would say that's injective. Um, so, I mean, you guys seem kind of close to injective. Um, they have a community that's like different to your community and i just wonder if that might be something that could potentially bring users or i mean yeah bring users over to megaloo as well as send some of megaloo users over to injective or is that not something that you'd um, like to see? I, I think it's a possibility it's certainly a possibility um 
I, I feel like um, the, the, the community or the, the whale community so far has been off the stance that there should be a, a strong alignment and overlap in, in applications and building and community. And then you strengthen it with an alliance, not the other way around. Um, because then you, if you create an alliance with alliance module, there's no guarantee that it, it works, that there is the, this, you know, this communication and the, the, um, you know, work together. But if you already have the overlap in the community, in the apps, you have, you know, cross integrations and lending here and liquid staking there, then Alliance just strengthens and, and you know, ma yeah, makes it even stronger. Cool. That's, that's a nice way of breaking it down. Um, MB, are you wanting to come back in? Yeah. Oh, we've got loads of people. I in. think, um, I think yeah. put, um, Queen, bring up some of the audience with questions. Uh, we've got a, a good crowd here. So definitely. See Madman down there. He's often got something to say. Um, lots of people from Megaloo community, as well as Terra Peeps as well. So yeah, if you want to come up, feel free. Um, we've got Robbo in the house as well. Um, I might have to censor his bad language, but we'll see. I'm just checking through my notes to see if there's anything else I was wanting to push your way. Um, just just one final thing on Injective then. My, my understanding was that you were... Is this white whale not deployed on injector? Um, white whale is deployed there, and Eris protocol is deployed there. Um, but we we haven't managed to get real traction on injective. Like 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 on Juno, on Juno there's even more apps deployed, but the traction is not there yet. That so I personally feel like it's it's a little bit premature to to form an alliance, and then obviously you, you would have to you know convince the um, the respective communities to integrate the module into the chain. So th that's even on top. And I feel like since they haven't integrated it yet and the, you know, the traction isn't as strong as I'd like it to be, I, I think that probably wouldn't work in, in our favors. Um, but it's certainly something, you know, to, to, you know, strive for towards. So, um, but um, Rebel, um, if if you like, we can also touch on how Migalu leverages Alliance apart from the um, partnership with Terra. Absolutely. And that was what spurred me on to try and arrange this space with you. Sorry, I completely forgot about that part. But yeah, there's the exciting new thing that you guys are doing over there. Like a, well, I won't steal anyone's thunder. I'll let you describe it for us, please. Yes, again, think monetary policy tool or what does a chain need to be successful and how can you um, bootstrap that? So one thing every chain needs is deep, deep, deep liquidity into an asset that's outside of its ecosystem, like USDC, for example. So a whale USDC pool is a very critical pool for us because Let's say the, the rack token. The rack token is paired against whale, so so that people can you know get into the rack token from outside of the ecosystem. They need a strong whale USDC pool. So ha having a very strong whale USDC pool is critical for pretty much every app in the ecosystem, every token, because that's the entry and exit point towards um, th their tokens. So um, that's something the blockchain really, really needs. So that's something you can subsidize. And that's exactly what we're doing. You can LP whale USDC on the white whale DEX and then directly go to app.migaloo.zone and stake it there for, I think, 100% real yield. Uh, so 100% APR, which is qu quite a sum, I believe. I'm, I'm still surprised that the yield is so high because it's 50% USDC that, that you put in into the LP. So um, that, that's one way, liquidity, 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 liquidity. And you can be strategic about it like, like we, um, like, you know, the way community did with 
um, the whale USDC pool as you know the main gateway to a, for the ecosystem. That's one way to use it. Another way is to bootstrap ecosystem or not ecosystems protocols. So let's say you have a lending market on your chain and it's called Ginkgo, and it, you know it's called the Bank of Alliance because it lists um, exclusively AMP and Bone assets and is also heavily leveraging the the Terra Alliance, hence the name Bank of Alliance. And the Bank of Alliance is only a good bank if it has a lot of money people can borrow. So it's kind of like a chicken egg problem. How do you get the money in? So you need to subsidize it in a sense. And that's what we're doing. So you can put USDC into the Bank of Alliance. And obviously you earn the interest from the protocol, which I think is sitting at 30% on your native USDC. And then to top it off, you can stake your tokens, your auto-compounding MUSDC. You can stake it and earn additional, I think, 15 or 10% um, yield on top because that bootstraps um, the Bank of Alliance. And a strong Bank of Alliance means that people can borrow a lot. So there's a vibrant lending and borrowing economy. That's one way. One other way we use it. Another way um, that we haven't started yet, but uh, will be, I hope, shortly, is to bootstrap and align the ecosystem tokens from builders in the ecosystem. So my, my favorite example here is um, the rack token. And you know how, how can you ensure as a blockchain that the builders on your chain get traction and they are aligned with a broader ecosystem. So by whitelisting a liquid staked version of the rack token, people just hold their rack staked, which is compounding into more rack, but at the same time, they can earn yield um, in whale on top of it. And that creates a strong alignment from the rack community towards the whale community because then they want you know, whale to perform well because then they get more yield. And at the same time, it's also good for the token, because if there's more yield on their token, obviously, or naturally, you know, tokens rise. So, um, and at the same time, the the the, um, the Migaloo community is interested in having their protocols on chain succeed, like Rack. So it's again a, a bilateral alignment of incentives, so that the one community wants the other um, to succeed. And that's what I, I believe it's it's all about. And um, my my stance has always been, we should um, whitelist any ecosystem token onto Alliance that is you know that is building on Migaloo or elsewhere. You know, basically all the, all the tokens that from protocols that join the right program should be um, stakeable on Migaloo in some form or another, as to create this mutual align incentives. Interesting stuff. Um, and, and you mentioned USDC quite a bit there. One time mentioned native USDC. Can I just like triple check that, it, I mean, is, is Axelar USDC a thing that's even on Megaloo these days? Or is it just all native USDC? It's all native USDC. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Um, and then M, I'll be honest with you, I've not done this loop, but it sounds pretty enticing if it is triple digit APR. So M... USDC, I'm assuming M is Megaloo. Um, it, that's essentially the same as A USD M stands for massive. back in the day. Yeah, massive. Um, so that's the so the M USDC is the auto compounding. That's once you've put some USDC into Bank of Alliance. So M USDC is kind of a value accretive token. Is that right? Yeah, it's like okay. a, a receipt you get from the bank. Like, and then that's already whitelisted as an alliance asset on Megaloo to then earn yep. real rewards as well. So, yep. so I mean, w one of the concepts of alliance is this um, take rate and reward weight. So using specifically this MUSDC as an example, is, is there a take rate from that? Right now, there's no take rate um, on MUSDC or the LP pool, no. Wow. So 
the users, we can come along, deposit our LP token or MUSDC and earn whale rewards and we don't have to give up any of our token at all, at the moment anyway. 100% correct. Awesome. So, are you expecting... In fact, maybe can can you drop some numbers? Um, what is the whale USDC pool TVL at the moment? I think on Ginkgo we have a quarter million. Well, we're north of quarter million actually in um, in USDC in the Bank of Alliance. Um, I would have to check on my laptop how much TVL and stuff is there. We have a dashboard there. Let me go to my laptop real quick and check it for you. And while you're doing that, I mean, I can see there are some Megaloo crew um, in the space here. We've got DB, we've got EC. Love all these initials. Magic. Um, do, do any of you guys want to come up and tell us about like your experience using all this stuff? I mean, I've, I've had a little play, but I'm not, not, I've not really got any sort of like, like it's just like play money that I'm, I'm using at the moment. Um, if if there's anyone using a little bit of size, you want to tell us like how the rewards are working out for you, and um, UI UX, anything we need to be aware of, like to get more users on Megaloo. So I just opened my laptop and I see that we have um, sixteen million ash stake, which is the burn derivative of whale, um, on on the alliance. We have um, three quarter million Luna, so in dollar value, on the lines, and we have roughly 100,000 USDC. So um, just roughly one third of the USDC in the Bank of Alliance is staked on the chain, which, which is surprising because you're not, it's, it's a zero lockup, there's no take rate, zero day lockup. So you can just withdraw it at any time. There's, and it's extra yield, um, nine percent right now. So it's kind of surprising. It's only utilized at a rate of thirty percent, but still, um, those thirty percent might have not been there. So it's certainly um, doing what it's supposed to do. Great, thanks for those figures. And um, we've got crypto enthusiast up with his pixeline riding the white whale with his Santa hat. Crypto enthusiast is all yours. Hey, Rebel, how are we going? Um, yeah, great space, guys. It's good to unpick all this stuff. And uh, I just got to say, the reason I had to have this PFP because Keeks is doing an absolutely amazing job with the, the Pixel Lions DAO. Um, you should see some of these backgrounds. They're incredible. Um, another another thing that's sort of, you know, why I'm sort of got that link between <laughs> Terra and um, and uh, Migaloo is because, obviously, I really do love the raw community and, and everything they've built there, which actually leads me on to my next point. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the Lion Dow put out a kind of cryptic tweet a little while ago about potentially, uh, well, one of the big things that Eris Protocol achieved was to have an LSD of a enterprise Dow token, which was um, which was Amp Raw. Some of you may have used, and um, there's there's murmurings of a of an application that um, the Lion Dow might may have uh, may have built, uh, which hopefully they might decide to take cross chain. You know, I hope I'm not giving too much away here, but um, what we could see then, hopefully, is a cross-chain token, not just the cross-chain coin, um, being whitelisted on the um, on the uh, Native Alliance contract, maybe on Migaloo or even on Terra. I don't know what they'll want to do with that, but uh, we can only control what the Migaloo chain does. Um, so I would like to see something like that. But in light of your question, I found. Um, I found the uh, Native Alliance contract, the problems I've had with it at the minute have been mainly to do with station. So I'm hoping that the, uh, it's one of the things that I think Migaloo are championing. We're trying to take station wallet everywhere we go. Um, I found station a little bit buggy. What you have to do is when you, when you uh, execute a contract on it, 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 a timer starts running. So if you look, you'll see it was, it was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have to wait for the fee to come up before you execute the contract. 
uh, before you execute the transaction. And if you do that, I've, I've experienced very few problems, but uh, it was just, yeah, um, waiting to go with that. Uh, in terms of NUSDC, um, I've used um, Leap Wallet and Eris Protocol. Um, so if you go to the browser, type in Eris Protocol on that, you can literally, you don't even need to deposit into Ginkgo if you do it that way. You just, if you've got USDC in your Migaloo wallet, um, you just go on Eris, go to uh, Migaloo Amplifier, click Whale, the big whale at the top, bring it down to USDC, and you can do it all from your mobile. Uh, just deposit on there. And um, what the uh, what the Eris Protocol one does is it obviously swaps it through that core pool on um, on Migaloo, so it swaps your USDC, uh, your Whale rewards into USDC. Uh, through that pool and it just means that it's a kind of set it and forget it um i think i'm not sure i, I don't i don't look at the, the sort of compounding um history too much but it looks like about once a day something like that they do it um and yeah that's because it's the whale and the um the whale rewards and the deposit APYs on top. I think it's sitting at something like thirty-five percent at the minute, maybe more, thirty-seven percent. So it's been it's been paying out. But uh, Sam will probably tell you that they're, they're looking to to make it go mobile fully. We're all really excited for Station V three. Um, I think we we want to see how that's going to look. And it's a uh, another project that Terra have been really championship. I think I think acquiring Pulsar or working with Pulsar is an absolute masterstroke. So I'm really looking forward to see how that looks. And um, yeah, like. I, I, it's like anything, isn't it? Blockchain can be a bit slow, but in general, I kind of find Cosmos Tech pretty good compared to the compared to what's out there. Um, you know, certainly certainly better than things like Trust Wallet or something like that. I just find it a lot quicker and more convenient. And um, yeah, that LP one when you asked about the rewards, I shouldn't get. I'm going to give myself away here, yeah. But that LP position, I think I'm getting about. I won't tell you how much I got in there, but I'm probably getting about four hundred whale a day. As, as rewards and um which is kind of crazy and um but the only thing is be careful of your il and stuff in that that's just, that's if you enter into any lp as well and uh something that maybe sam hasn't mentioned is because we've got migaloo as that native a uh, sorry whitewell as the native amm on chain as well there's also a million whale incentives on that pool for a year i think it runs till near enough september so um if you don't fancy Going the uh, going the route of um, going a native alliance contract to get the extra rewards, um, sorry to get the inflationary rewards. You might just want to get the the normal incentives that are on that pool as well. But that's through the Whitewell app, and you would you would deposit it and set your multiplier as you want. Um, uh, bear in mind, multipliers mean lock up. So just keep an eye on how long you're looking your liquidity up for. If you can do that with the native alliance position, is zero day lock up. Yeah, so once you once you put it in, zero day. And uh, as Sam said, it's been about a hundred percent for the last. I've got about two months, three months. So it's been really good. And uh, yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to say. Like about when you asked about um, if anyone's experienced, I found it. I found it good. Um, one of my favourite assets is Antwalt. I do love it. I love BWLT as well. I think that's a really unique. I think it's probably one of the strongest collaterals in the cosmos at the minute. Um, just because you're hedging against two. You're hedging against two chains, really, aren't you? I suppose that's a bit bit of a mesh in itself. Like you're you're hedging against two two positions, and there's not um there's not a great lot of uh, LPs where you can liquidate it. So maybe I'm giving a bit too much away on you know Ginku how TVL is building in Ginku, but yeah, it's uh, certainly interesting, and I'm, I expect very soon we're going to see M versions of that in our Native Alliance contract, but. Yeah, that's 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 an absolute mouthful for me. So I'll I'll step down. But yeah, just to talk you through that. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you for coming up. I mean, Sencom is banging out some love for you. So that's ace. Um, and and I think it really helped this space hearing from you about yeah how how it feels for a user. Well, I mean, one thing I'd like to add to that. Oh, Megalunatic's gone down already. But um, I mean, we could hear from the way he was talking that he is like deep in it using this stuff um presumably daily um i i just wonder how sort of technical it's kind of getting is it is it easy for new people to come in i mean i, I feel like i'm kind of pretty familiar with DeFi, um 
but there's a, there's a lot going on there. These amp whale tea tokens and stuff. Um, is is there? I mean, where where do people come to learn about this stuff? Um, so so obviously, you know, if you want to go after the highest yields and optimize your portfolio and you know do crazy stuff, um, you can. But it, it, it's those are advanced strategies. You you can, however, be very you know conservative. You know, Eris protocol offers AMP USDC auto compounder, like Miguel Lunatic mentioned, and that's simply like like staking any other token. Like if you if you know how to use Eris protocol for Luna, you know how to use it for AMP USDC, which in the back end puts it into Ginkgo and then stakes it on Megalu and gives you the liquid stake token back. Obviously, you know it's not as easy as opening a, a video on YouTube. Um, but but that's I think beyond the scope of um, the the whale community to solve. But it, it, I I think we've managed to get it or get the complexity down to a reasonable level, and we'll continue to do so uh, in the future by providing more guides, but also more integrated apps, so it abstracts away the complexities, and you can just pick and choose your assets and yield strategies, and then you know. Do, do your research, obviously, as always, and then ape in. And then ape that is, that is hilarious. I, I want you to make Megalu easy, so easy that I can get 100% APR by just opening a YouTube video. That'd be fantastic. Um, I, I, I think this has been a really comprehensive space. I've, I, I mean, I've, I mean, I, I have not done enough DeFi on Megaloo. I will be honest about that. Um, I felt kind of comfortable doing the alliance staking, um, and then I've kind of let myself go a little bit. But, but so, Randy, you should check out this strategy um, guide I wrote. That gets you like all of the good stuff. I think three or four airdrops, whale accumulation, Luna accumulation. You get a bag of USDC. It's like that's peak performance. It's peak farming experience. I like the sound of that. So hopefully when Station V3 comes out, if you're pushing that wallet, that will make things even easier. So we've got, yeah, Sencom's tweet about these advanced DeFi strategies. I mean, the majority of people here are Megaloo guys and girls anyway, guys, mostly. Um, but if you've not seen this advanced DeFi strategy guide, it is up in the nest. You can go and check that out. Um, we've done an hour. I think it's been a valuable space for myself. Hopefully you found some value in this as well. MB, do you have anything you would like to say before we close this down? No, it's been a great space. Thanks, Rebel. And and, and thanks, Simcom, for coming on. It's it's always great to have you helping us understand Alliance better. You've done a great job. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. I mean, I imagine most people in this space are following Sencom already. I would suggest if you're not following Sencom, you do that right now. There's loads of other people in this space and like to bring this sort of wag me vibe back. I mean, I know there's a lot of cross following going on, but if you enjoyed the words from Megalunatic, um, he is with the, I'm loving that PFP, um, go and follow him as well. And we hope to be doing these orbital command spaces more regularly. So hopefully I have something after Christmas and we'd love to see you again. Thanks for your time, guys. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Cheers, Rebel. Cheers, MB. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives and then the end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological 
bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell me spaces.